This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, Bruce. Jody, hello. How are you doing over there? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm a little sore, a little tired. I, I went for a for a long bike ride today. You know, nice. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's kind of been the way to get out and do something uh, <laughs> when you can't really get out right now. So, right. Uh, I decided to just like ride out of the city, and um, I just kept riding. And then suddenly, I was in farmland and realized that I had to get back home. Right. So, I know. It's always like, da, do, 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 do. and then you're like, oh, wait, I got to do all that over again and get back. Exactly. Home. Yes. So <laughs> I was like, well, all right, I guess I'll go back. So yeah. 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 So my, my legs are not thanking me right now, but uh, it, it was fun. It was good. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I, I went for a little walk today. Nothing quite that extreme. Just walk around the block, grab coffee, walk around with the dog. It's like cool today. It's like nice. It's It's kind of nice out. So nothing crazy hot. Yeah, so I'm wearing I'm wearing the sweatshirt which I, I threw on this morning because it was like fifty something degrees out, you know, in August. So yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, that's the weird thing about being here is you have those high highs and then you get about. It felt like fall, you know. Yeah, it definitely did. When I woke up, I was like, "Oh boy, it's chilly in here." Yes, yes, but it was good to get out. Well, that's good. Um, so today I think we wanted to kind of chat a little bit about some of the, um, like store closings, the chapter 11, what does that mean for retail? Um, kind of talk a little bit about, like I said, some of the store closings and maybe, um, demystify what chapter 11 is from a little bit of research that we've done. We're not like, um, accountants or legal advice or anything like that, but just kind of a little bit of info on what's going on out there in the retail world. Yeah. So you might've seen in the last week that uh, Men's Warehouse, the the parent company of Men's Warehouse uh, filed for bankruptcy. And uh, you've probably purchased some article of clothing from Men's Warehouse at some point in your life. Uh, they do carry mm-hmm. a lot of big and tall extended size stuff. And uh, they're not the only ones that have filed for bankruptcy. So uh, what does that mean? You know, we want to talk about some of that and kind of how that's going to affect uh, big and tall shopping in the real world. Yeah. I mean, I I honestly haven't done much shopping at Men's Warehouse. Um, I have at some of the other, the K&G fashion is one of the tailored brands as the parent company of Men's Warehouse. So they own a couple other. So there was like a K&G discount sort of place. I think we shopped there a few times when we were in Vegas. Um, I haven't actually seen those here in the Portland area, but um yeah, it's definitely weird to see so many more store closings after the COVID kind of thing going on. That's definitely going to be something that's a little different. Definitely. And specifically with Men's Warehouse, uh, they announced that uh, they're going to close about 500 stores, which is a huge number. And uh, they are cutting about 20% of their corporate jobs, which is also a, uh, a big hit. Um they have, uh, as many, many people and companies have, they've been uh, taking a big hit because of the pandemic and trying to have been trying to deal with that. You know, with stores closed, uh, you know, what do you do in that case, especially for these companies where their stores are really their bread and butter? Yes, yeah. having an online presence is good, but 
you know, an established company like like this, Men's Warehouse has been around for a long, long time, mm-hmm. and, and they're I mean, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and so so this is a this is a big shift, and uh, it does take away options that we've had for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it is. Um, it was kind of weird because um, when I was working at the um, Casual Mail location, which is part of DXL down in Clackamas, which is kind of south of Portland, there's a men's warehouse basically right next door. And we would kind of go back and forth about like servicing some of the same guests. Like we'd get smaller guys that would come in to the casual mail and we're like, oh, you know, you could actually go next door and they'll have stuff for you. You, We don't have anything small enough for you. And they would send some bigger guys to us. So it was kind of a mutual benefit kind of spot to be in, which was kind of nice. Um, But yeah, it's going to be weird not having a couple more you know those other options to go actually into the store try things on you know and i think as we've mentioned before big and tall guys really need to actually try on a little bit more um because the fits and every brand are a little bit different so sometimes it's harder when you do buy online to just you know grab a couple different sizes you know order two different sizes to see if one of them will work for you so i always enjoy actually going into the store and shopping like touching the things, you know, you know, actually trying them on. And sometimes I get sure. things maybe that I wasn't expecting to get and that are fun little finds, you know, like little treasure hunt kind of a, th- a deal when you go into the store. Totally. And that's, this isn't just uh, men's warehouse that's experiencing this. We're also seeing it with JC Penny and Lane Bryant, uh, mm-hmm. J crew, which uh, we're not wearing any J crew, uh, Lord and Taylor, you know, there are a lot of, a lot of companies that are dealing with this. They're closing stores. They're, filing for bankruptcy. And uh, those are, it's like you said, those options that we've always had where you can go into these specific stores. Sometimes you can find some things and you you find these, these hidden gems or these surprises. Not having those things, it changes the way that a lot of people shop, especially when you're a bigger person. You do need to be able to try things on and, and you know, see what it's like. I think it's also it's pretty evident that um, the internet is pushing people to buy online. They're making, it's making it a lot easier to find things, to give things a try. Uh, plus we've got the pandemic. So less people are going to stores. They're just yeah. not, they're not taking the chance or they just don't want to for whatever reason. So we're seeing mm-hmm. a lot less of that. And it is, I think it's kind of pushing forward things that we've sort of already been seeing for years where less people are going to stores to buy things. They're doing mm-hmm. it all online because why not? You know, it's yeah. easier. It's, I mean, it is so much easier. You, you can kind of browse without the, maybe the pressure to buy so much or dealing with the crowds of people or, you know, right. you know, having to dig through stacks of clothes to find your size is kind of annoying. I did, uh, my partner and I just went to the mall yesterday, actually. Oh, um, we wanted to go. There was a new Korean barbecue place at the mall that we wanted to check out, huh. which was an hour and a half wait. Oh, so we ordered and then wandered around the mall because we're like, what else are we going to do? Right. Um, had our masks on and just kind of wandered around looking. And it was it was interesting to see how, you know, there were people around. Um, but like we went to JCPenney because we knew that there was lots of sales going on there and they have a big and tall area. But as soon as you walk in it was just kind of a mess everywhere. And it just, it like, like my anxiety kind of goes through the roof when I'm just seeing piles on the mm. tables. It's like, yep. oh my God, 
<laughs> even if I did find something, I'm never going to find it in my size kind of thing. So I just, I'm just like, I'm, I don't even really want to look cause I don't want to have to dig through this pile of what, you know, shirts or jeans or shorts or whatever. Um, Bjorn found like a shirt or something. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. I can't handle this. That's the thing with JC Penny is that I, I love, I love shopping at JC Penny cause I found lots of things there, yeah. but it is a, it's, it's like, it's a mess. Sometimes you go in and you, you do have to search through everything. You have to be willing to go in, spend that time, go through everything and hope yeah. for the best. I just, I don't, I'm like, I don't need anything that bad. I was like, Ooh, right. these, all these jeans are $10. And then I'm like, they're not even sized. I, I'm not even going to. No. Right. I'm like, I just start flipping through the rack and I'm like 46, 58, 32. I'm like, okay, no, I can't. Right. It hurts my brain. You know, another thing that uh, that we're running into right now is that obviously because of the pandemic, less people are dressing up for work. And oh, yeah. a retailer like Men's Warehouse, suits are their thing, man. They do. That's what that's when you think of Men's Warehouse, that's what you think of. Yes, they have other things, but they're really dressing you for going to the office or for going to some formal event. They mm -hmm. it's really I feel like, you know, this is my personal opinion, is that a lot of what they offer is kind of a hold it's like a holdover from another time, maybe a decade ago or more, where everybody had a suit. People were dressing up more for uh, work, for events, that kind of thing. And that's been that has been changing. People certainly still dress up, but not in the same way that they traditionally did. I think that the customer that probably goes to men's warehouses is a bit is a bit older, and you know, my guess is going to be that less of those people of that customer base is going out to do any shopping right now. Mm -hmm. Since people aren't dressing up as much for work, if a company like Men's Warehouse can't pivot to yeah. uh, offer other things, they're not going to get anywhere. They're going to lose yeah, sales. You, yeah, they only, I mean, I've only noticed like suits and dress shirts, you know, maybe some higher end denim, mm. but anything other than that, I wouldn't even like, I don't know what else they would even carry. Yeah. So I wouldn't even think to go there unless I know that a lot of people would um, go there to get like rent a suit or rent a tuxedo or sure. you know, something for a wedding. Like I've done that a couple of times, I had to go and get fitted for like a, a vest or something for someone's wedding. And that's the only thing that I would ever go there for. Cause I just don't associate them with anything casual or anything sure. outside of wedding stuff or formal wear kind of thing so yeah i really don't i i'm interested to see how they're gonna shift because like you said people in i mean the big majority of people are not wearing suits anymore so like sure i don't know what they're gonna do this whole thing is really gonna push a lot of existing companies to be smarter and quicker about what they what they offer and to really think about their customer in a way that they haven't had to you know, mm -hmm. a big established company like this that has stores all over the country and has uh, for decades and decades done what they do. It doesn't, you know, nobody was ready for this, but they don't seem to be in a place where they can just pivot quickly. And mm -hmm. since they can't, that's where we're at. And so like, you know, like we've talked about, people are shopping online. It's not perfect. I mean, obviously it's nice to be able to try on clothes, uh, before you buy something, when you're shopping online, you can't do that. A lot of places are going to let you return things easily, but you're still there's still more to the process, and that process isn't perfect. So it's better than nothing. Is kind of where we're at right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah. yeah I, and I'm just, I'm literally scrolling through the men's warehouse, like casual shirts. And I, mm -hmm. for them, maybe this, these are casual, but I would definitely not consider most of this casual. Right. Um, they do have a few polo shirts, which I didn't even know they did. I've never hmm. seen those in store. So, yeah. um, yeah, you know, I do think it's an older customer. I think I think that uh, you know a lot of a lot of men's stores, especially men's that offer uh, big and tall and that kind of thing, if they're doing suiting and all of that, their their customer, their average customer age is is a bit older, and so they mm -hmm. they cater to that. And there's there's definitely a need for stores that focus on that older customer. But I you know I don't know as your as your customer gets older, uh, they sometimes age out of some of this stuff so oh, definitely definitely yeah and i even think um even at dxl like i can't remember what our average age is but it's up there sure and and um i keep trying to push to we need to reach out to younger an, a younger audience to get a new group of people in because there's a lot of you know 20 somethings 30 somethings that are looking for trendier stuff we you know we talk about this all the time people want trendy high fashion items right um, and those are hard to find a lot of times. So um, getting away from maybe not, you know, ignoring that older customer, but also thinking about who's the next group of people that are going to come through. Who's sure. Ready to buy, you know, buy their own clothes. Yeah. Of having shop for them all the time or whatever, you know. Right. Right. And also, also with the older customer, I think it's, it's thinking about, and I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing this at all when I look at these more traditional uh, big and tall retailers is that they aren't thinking about how trends can change for their older customers. I know that I know, and I get that a lot of people are set in their ways and they're going to buy the same thing that they've mm -hmm. worn for years mm -hmm. and years, but there's probably some flexibility there to do something else that is maybe a little more modern, you know, and mm -hmm. it's, it, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it really will be interesting to see how, men's warehouse if they continue long term how they're going to approach this and what they're going to do i think that um, you know there are other uh big and tall retailers out there and i do know that there's one that a few years ago at least their average customer age was about 64 and mm -hmm. uh you know that like like i said there's absolutely no problem with focusing on this audience and, and it's absolutely a, a customer demo that needs clothing i mean yeah I hope that when I'm 64, there are clothes <laughs> that I actually want to wear. But I think, you know, I feel like a lot of a lot of brands or a lot of companies kind of just phone it in for, mm -hmm. you know, it's this thing we've talked about with Big and Tall for so long is that it felt like for so long, Big and Tall was giving us whatever they had and we were supposed to like it and be happy with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The really kind of oversized pants, the... right you know, kind of Hawaiian print shirts or tie dye shirts, even though some of that I'm, some of it I'm okay with. And you can modernize not, that stuff. Yeah. You, know? you can definitely modernize the prints yeah. and the colors. Um, but when that's the only thing, then I'm like, well, I don't want that. It, right. Cause that's the only thing that there is. I don't want to be just like everyone else. I want to have my own personal style, my own personal flair on whatever, whatever options are out there for me. Totally agree. And now I would like to have my own personal beer. I oh, think it's okay. time. It feels like it's time for us to drink. Yes. 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 So, <laughs> you, uh, have, Bruce? so I have, uh, I have the, the Budweiser of, of London, uh, Fuller's ESB. Uh, Fuller's ESB. Yes. 
Yeah, so so I say that because uh, I, I like some of Fuller's beers. They're they're real easy to drink. Just mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. a good beer to just kind of have on hand. And uh, uh, I I was drinking one at one time, and someone someone was like, "Well, you know, that's like that's like Budweiser in the UK. You know, it's like a really generic kind of basic really? beer." Like, All right. Well, you know I, what I got to say for Budweiser is that they've got it down. It works for them. They've been selling a lot of it for a long time. I I can't I can't crap on those kind of beers. It's nice to it's nice to have those sometimes. Mm-hmm. So and it, it's one that you like, you said. Yeah, yeah. Fuller's ESB. It's uh it is a beer that I've had before, uh, but I saw it and I haven't had it in a long time, so I had to go back to it. It says uh, the ESB extra special beer that started mm-hmm. it all. Multi award winning Fuller's ESB is acknowledged as one of the world's finest beers. So somebody liked it. Somebody somewhere. Said this is one of the world's finest beers. All right. The unique blend of Northdown, Target, Challenger, and Goldings hops balances the rich malty notes for a smooth, full-bodied beer bursting with marmalade fruitiness throughout. Now I'm not, I'm going to say that I don't really let, let me let me test that. Yeah, I mean I don't really I, I don't really taste much marmalade, but I'm not a marmalade guy, so you know uh, I will say it's malty. Um, it is an easy, easy to drink beer. It, um, okay. yeah, I like it. I like it. Nice. Well, mine is called Peach Maiden the Shade. Hey, Nancasi Brewing Company. It's a summer IPA. Nice. Obviously, a, a peachy one. I'm assuming. A, a seasonal release from them. Oh. Yeah, uh, Maiden the Shade is is one of their one of their. Uh, I think more popular beers. So uh, mm-hmm. adding some peach to it, that's a, that's a, fi- a fine touch, a fine touch. <laughs> Let's see. What do you think? Yeah. Ooh. It's got some, the some... hoppy bitterness in there though. Yes. More yeah. than the, like the sour tart of the peach. Nice. That's different from one I've had. I think on the last episode I had a really sour one. Ah, yes. Yes. Um, it says, take a sip and delight in the refreshing tart notes of peach and grapefruit. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Dancing freely on your tongue. That's the essence of summer bursting from peach made in the shade. Mm. Nice. So 7.3 ABV and a 71 in IBU. So there we go. And Kasi Brewing. Very nice. Very nice. Ooh. Yeah. And I think that is some grapefruit, but it also it's like the hoppy bitterness in there. Are, are you tasting the peach as well? Like, is it anywhere in there? Sometimes you get those beers and you don't get that. No, I'm maybe a little. Yeah. Kind of at the end, but it's a grapefruit and hoppy. Every time I get a beer that's like that and I don't taste it, I'm like, is it the beer or is it just that I have an unsophisticated palate? <laughs> it makes me wonder. Yeah. I'm going to blame the beer. Yes, it's always the beer's fault. but Because I'm, I'm very sophisticated. Very. Yes, with your ESB, mm-hmm. your Budweiser. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, so make sure you you can follow along on the Untapped app. Um, we put all of our beers on a little list. You can you know try and get some of the beers in your area. You can toast us. You can send us recommendations. All that fun stuff. Yes, indeed. So yeah, so you know as far as as far as the bankruptcies go, I think it's we're going to continue to see the landscape kind of change and I, I think that companies are going to have to be smart about the products that they sell and and really focus on current needs. And currently a lot of people need clothes that they're going to be comfortable in when they're working from home. 
Uh, they need clothes for, um, you know, running down the street to the grocery store or uh, running quick errands. Uh, they aren't looking to dress up and throw on that suit and go sit in the office. They're not, uh, if you're not being around other people and you're being socially, socially distanced, you can't be social. Getting dressed up is less interesting. It's less compelling. I don't think that people are as focused on that right now. And so, you know, we're seeing that as people buy the basics. And I think, you know, for the time being, at least until we are uh, able to uh, safely go out and be around each other again, that's going to be the case. That's our that's our short term outlook. Yeah, I think. Yeah, like definitely the it's changed to super comfortable, casual stuff, maybe not even super trendy or seasonal. Um, people are wanting stuff that they can wear um, a little bit longer duration, you know, not super summery or anything like that. Um, so we'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the rest of the summer into fall and what people are wanting to get probably stays kind of the same, similar with the comfy, casual stuff, um, which I'm fine with. I, yeah. you know, I'm all about comfort and being, you know being comfortable in whatever you're wearing. So I'm, I'm, I'm liking the trend so far, you know? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I think it's, it's all about comfort, comfort, comfortable clothing, comfort, food, movies, TV, books that bring you comfort, those kind of things. We, we want that because it, we're, we're, we're in a crazy time right now. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, whatever we can get in our day-to-day lives that kind of fits into that is is definitely needed. And I think another thing that companies are going to have to think about, these different retailers will have to consider is uh, price point. You know, if you're selling a high dollar suit and nobody's going to the office, they're not going to want to pay for that. If you're selling mm-hmm. clothing at a really high price point, you know, we're, we're seeing luxury cl- clothing brands have had some of their worst uh, quarters on yep. record. And yes, part of that is the is the pandemic. Most of that is probably the pandemic, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, the pandemic plus the fact that people just either don't have the money to spend on that stuff or don't want to spend their money on something that's super frivolous and that isn't going mm-hmm. to uh, help them in their day-to-day lives right now. Well, yeah, people aren't going anywhere. They're not really traveling, so they're not you know, being seen as much as they would be. So you don't need all these new outfits and stuff. Right. Yeah. I think um, at DXL, even, you know, they've modified some of the the pricing on a lot of their basics and stuff, which is really, you know, you can get like three for deals and which used to be two for deals, which is really nice. So yeah, um, it's nice, you know, like you can stock up on t-shirts or jeans or shorts or whatever it is and polo shirts, all the kind of essential things that you need. Um, and you don't have to be, you know, breaking the bank when you're trying to stay somewhat stylish and update and get new shirts and stuff like that. Even if, even if it's just for at home on the couch or the, you know, zoom calls for work, or if you are going into work, you can wear some basic stuff. It's really nice. Right. I've been snatching up a few of them myself. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting to the point now where it's, I'm feeling like it's time to, uh, uh, get some new things that I can throw in the closet I've just kind of held off for now and put on that clothing rack behind you I know I know update, update some of the stuff on there you got a lot of suits on there behind you so. I do indeed I do not need a suit I have suits for like two weeks I could wear a new a different suit like 
Yes, about 14 days. It's oh. it's ridiculous. You're, you're beating me. I only have maybe, oh wait, I have four or five different ones. Man, so. I so many so many companies have sent shoots over or uh, we've done, you know, photo shoots or different kinds of collaborations on Chubster. And so I've got these suits that I do not wear because, right. uh, you know, even even before the pandemic, I I did not have much occasion to throw on a suit. So... You know. Get a suit to go into your office by yourself. And... Right. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> now, so yeah, it's uh, it's about time to change all this stuff out. I, I think I think you're right. Well, there's lots of good deals out there. I know everywhere's got you know killer deals, either sale, clearance, promo stuff going on. Definitely check out. You know, you can go to all the different websites. You can check out Chubster's shop. They got links to all the all the good stuff. That's yeah. Good good spot to check out definitely yeah you know and even though things are changing i don't think that we're going to see the total end of some of these companies there they will come through bankruptcy and they will be different but they're still going to be around so you're still going to have some options it's just going to be different it's just going to be different so nobody knows what it is yet i don't think right right it will be kind of i was reading a little bit on what chapter 11 was and it's like a Mm -hmm. restructuring it doesn't mean that they're necessarily going out of business or right. closing down. Yes, they probably will close some of the locations that they have to reduce some of their debt and you know the money that's going out. Sure, uh, but it's re- they like restructure their debt and their finances and try to figure out what they can do to keep going. Is what the I think the initial uh, what Chapter Eleven is all about. Right. Yeah, and I mean if you think about it, there are a lot of companies that are that are paying for shops and uh, locations, even though uh, they've been closed. So they're still paying rent on those places. Oh yeah. We're paying rent for that whole time. So yeah, I think, uh, you know, you're still going to have some options. Um, It would be great to know if you're listening to this, uh, are you shopping for clothes? Where are you shopping for clothes and what's important to you? Are you looking for the day-to-day stuff or you, are you, are you dressing up? Are you like, are you still, you putting on your three piece suit? and uh uh look at looking really good and going into the office what's what's happening let us know at heavy conversation all over social media you can uh reach out and uh tag us there and let us know what what you're wearing and how you're dressing up for the occasion yeah i want to see some outfits so maybe it's your work from home outfits even yes tag us in your in your posts please i want to see Please. And uh, of course, subscribe to Heavy Conversation if you're not already subscribed. Tell your friends about it. uh, Share it with uh, everyone that you know. Lots of episodes, lots more good stuff uh, coming each week, every Tuesday, a new episode. So uh, yeah, subscribe. Tell everyone you know. All right. Well, thanks, Bruce. I appreciate you coming along on this little bankruptcy episode. That's right. Until next week. See you, Jody. Bye, everyone. Bye, Bruce. Thanks for listening to Heavy Conversation. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast.